Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Here he is, folks. Movie stars like Clark Gable and Bing Crosby have put their footprints in wet cement in front of Grauman's Chinese Theater. But here's the only man who has the honor of having his face print in wet cement. That's right. I tripped when I stepped off the bus. <laughs> the American Meat Institute presents William Bendix in The Life of Riley. The meat people of America, providing a great food for a great nation. Five million farmers and ranchers raising fine meat animals. 600,000 men and women in more than 3,500 meat packing plants. 400,000 meat retailers, all doing their level best in face of the enormous demands of war to put meat on your table. On behalf of all these, the American Meat Institute brings you The Life of Riley. Tonight we find Chester A. Riley officiating on the initiation team of his lodge. Helping in the somber ritual are brothers Muley Durkin, Jim Gillis, and President Ike Shanahan as they initiate little Benny Fenyock into the mysteries of their secret order. Listen. See if the blindfold is tight enough on him, Brother Riley. It's okay, Brother Gillis. I can't get it no tighter without pushing his eyeballs behind his brain. You sure you can't see nothing, Fenyock? I can't even feel nothing. No, that's what I am. Listen, fellas, don't forget now. I gotta be able to go to work tomorrow. Silence. You wanna be a member of the BPLA, don't you? Yeah. Well, remember, it ain't easy to get into the Brooklyn Patriots of Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Uh, can I put back all my shoes and socks now? My feet are freezing. We'll warm them up for you. Over. Hurt! Who wants to know? I am Brother Muley Dykin, guardian of the gate. What goeth? We are three weary travelers from Brooklyn, 3,000 miles from the motherland. And you travelers are good upstanding BPLAs, mayhaps? Well, two of us are worthy, brothers. The other one wants into the lodge. Uh, can he prove he's the right type fella to mingle in amongst our midst? I will interrogate him. <laughs> Kindly to do so. Fenyak, you who aspire to be one of us, where is New York City located at? New York City is a suburb of Brooklyn. A worthy reply. The swinging doors are now swinging open. Enter him inside the lodge. Fenyak, we are now passing through the memorial gate. These here swinging doors came off Joe McArdle's Flatbush Five Points Bar and Grill. Halt. 
We are now standing before the front of our president, Ike Shanahan. Brother President, Fenyak is now on the spot. Brother, is this Fenyak here ready to take the last three steps into the lodge? Well, no. I've got to be able to wait tomorrow. Yeah, he is worthy, President. It ain't going to hurt you, Fenyak. Do like we say. Fenyak, step forward with both feet. <laughs> One, two. Now, what do you feel like you're standing in, Fenyak? Seemed. Kind of hot seemed. <laughs> Don't your feet recognize that sand, Fenyak? Uh, it feels like, uh, like Coney Island on a hot Sunday. Yeah. Great, ain't it? Oh, listen, fellas, can I sit down? No, now? you're on Coney Island. There's no room to sit down. <laughs> Fenyak, take two more steps forward. One, two. <gasps> this water's cold. Fenyak. <laughs> Fenyak. That there water you're wading in is from the East River. It was took from under the Brooklyn Bridge and smuggled into Los Angeles. <laughs> So how does it feel to you now, huh? It feels great. <laughs> well, don't splash. Wiggle your toes. We don't want to lose any of this water. The brothers will rise and point our noses east by northeast. <laughs> we are now facing Ebbets Field. May we all have the good luck someday to once again sit in its bleachers and get a sunstroke. I mean, sunburn. Hey, hey, yay, yay. Brother Riley, swear in Fenyak by the oath of love and friendship. Fenyak, do you swear on your word of honor that you will love your fellow brothers like your own family? Not counting in-laws, of course. <laughs> I do. And do you swear you won't never speak no harsh words to no brother? I do. Do you swear never no more to mention the name of Noel Coward? I do. <laughs> Repeat behind me. If I ever break this promise... If I ever break this promise... May I never sniff the clean, sweet air of Flatbush again. <laughs> Gosh, Riley. You swear it or not? I do. I hereby now do declare Benjamin Fenyak a true brother in the lodge. Yeah! And to our incoming member, here's a good luck charm. A hand-carved toothpick. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. And remember, Fenyak, this toothpick was made from a tree that grows in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Fenyak, there goes your new brother, Patriots. Great guys, huh? Riley, I don't know how I'm ever going to thank you for bringing me into the lodge. Well, just always be a good, loyal brother, Fenyak. That's all. Follow the example of brothers like, like Brother Muley and Brother Gillis. Mm. Look at them coming out together. Ain't that a beautiful sight? They always like that, Artie? Yeah, always. Listen to them now. Yes, sir, Brother Gillis, you're right. Perfectly right. Well, I may be right, Brother Muley. But you're even righter than I am. No, no, I gotta insist that oh, you Oh, no, 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 brothers. Leave us have no arguments amongst us. Well, I was just saying Gillis was a better pal to me than I was to him, but he won't have it. No, no. I try to live up to all the brotherly love rules, 
but... Muley always tops me. <laughs> well, what can I do? The way I feel, I couldn't live out the week if it wasn't I was going to see Gillis here at the lodge. I couldn't live 24 hours. I would give you the shirt off of my back. I'd go fight it. I'd give you a clean shirt. <laughs> you hear that, Fenyak? That's the kind of brotherly love you got to shoot for. Uh, I got my car. Uh, can I give you a lift home, Brother Muley? Oh, I got me taxi cab. Uh, how about me giving you a lift home uh, with the flag down? No, no, I got my Oh, car. that's beautiful, ain't it? There they go, always together. They're insufferable. <laughs> yeah, look at them. They can hardly stop shaking hands. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, Brother Muley, old pal. Good night, Brother Gillis, old wonderful friend. That's real brotherly love. Uh-oh! Hey! You know what they done? They bumped into one another. Yeah, I see they did. Hey, why don't you look where you're going, Gillis, you big baboon? Who are you calling a baboon, you wide little runt? Look at my cab, you big ape. You're getting a bill for this, Gillis. Oh, you go calling me no ape, you sawed-off weasel. Well, how would you like a slap to slap when I think you... Gentlemen, now, look, don't talk. Look, fellas, look. Look, listen, fellas. Hey, you guys. Don't forget we're old friends. Wait a Riley, you weren't in that brawl down at the BPLA last night, were you? Brawl? Muley and Gillis had a misunderstanding, that's all. Muley give Gillis a black eye and then Gillis flattened Muley's nose. But I stopped them before they started to fight. <laughs> well, you better see that you don't get involved between them, Riley. Oh, not me, Dumplin'. Anyway, it'll all be forgotten and forgiven. You know the saying, time wounds all heals. <laughs> Next thing you know, they'll be suing each other. And it's always the innocent bystander that gets in bad. Oh, now, Peg, please don't be a woman. <laughs> Us BPLA brothers don't never sue each other. Well, if they do, don't you take sides. Peg, I ain't taking sides. Oh, Pop, uh, there's a man in the parlor wants to see you. He, he says he's Jim Gillis's lawyer. Lawyer? Well, why did you let him in? I knew it. Now, Riley, don't you say a word to him. <laughs> don't worry, I'll be smart. I like dumb. <laughs> this is going to be a battle of wits, and before I get through with this lawyer, I'll have him in the hollow of my head. <laughs> Hello. Good evening. Are you Mr. Riley? Well, yes and no. Mr. Riley, my name is J. Gordon Chase. Well, yes and no. I represent your dear old pal, James Gillis. Wonderful fellow, Gillis. I ain't saying he ain't. Oh, Mr. Riley, you're a shrewd article. I can see you have a head on your shoulders, a solid head. <laughs> Never mind, let's get to the point <laughs> Now, Mr. Riley, about this accident I didn't see nothing, I didn't hear nothing And I was at no place at no time when nothing ever happened If you don't talk now, you'll have to talk in court I, uh, court? Yes Well, now listen, I don't want to get into this Now, Gillis and Muley are both my friends Not only that, but I like them Oh, then you'd like to see them settle this matter out of court, eh? Well, sure. Then just sign this paper, and the case will never come to trial. Oh, uh -huh. now, wait a minute now. What's this? Your affidavit. These are just my questions written here. And uh, what's these? Your answers. I put them down to save you your valuable time. Well, <laughs> might I read my answers before I sign? 
Well, it's very unusual, but you look like a man I can trust. <laughs> Go ahead and read. Uh, I, Chester A. Riley, do hereby swear and depose... Uh, well, it's all correct up today. It must be okay the rest of the way. Give me the pen. A wise decision. Now, if you'll just put your John Hancock on this dotted line. Well, sure. How do you spell Hancock? <laughs> no, no, no. Sign your name. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Chester A. Riley. There, it's signed. I'll sign anything as long as I don't get involved. Oh, 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 Muley, is that you? You're, you almost hit me with your kid. I'm sorry. Next time I won't miss. Well, I... Well, what's the matter, Muley? What's the matter with you? What's the matter, he's asking. Cuts my throat behind my back and throws it in my face. <laughs> and he expects I should climb on his lap for more. Oh, now, look, Muley, just because I ain't taking sides... He you ain't know, taking you... sides. Oh, no, not him. The big man with the leaky fountain pen. Just because he learned how to write his name, he's got to show off. Signs my life away. After David's, he signs. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that. Well, I only signed it to keep you out of court, Muley. Yeah, and put me in bankrupt. My lawyer says I ain't got a chance in court now. My only witness is on the other side. I ain't on no sides. I just don't want to get into vote. Oh, yeah? Yeah. If you ain't on no sides, why don't you sign my affidavit, too? Well, well, what does yours say? The same as Gillis says. Only way he says I done it, mine says he done it. So that makes us even again. Well, yeah, but won't some judge think it's funny if I tell the same story two different ways like that? Is it legal? Legally, says. When we went to school and I let you cheat off on me in the exams, you didn't ask if it was legal. Oh, no. Oh, Muley. Yeah, when you were left behind in the fourth grade for three years, who stood behind with you? I'll tell you who I did Yeah, yeah, I know you did And the night Junior was born and you was nervous Whose hand did you hold? The nurses, I I, I mean, no, I I mean yours Yeah, and who needs your moniker on a scrap of paper now? Well, you do, Muley, You, you do So, who's gonna shine for me? Me, Muley me. Out of baby. Give me that affidavit. I'll sign it even bigger than what I did, Gillis. Ah, shake, Riley, old yeah. pal, shake. <laughs> it don't mind that lump in me, Mitt. That's just a fountain pen I happen to have handy. <laughs> sign here. Oh, okay, I'll sign. I'll sign anything, just so long as I don't get involved. <laughs> It looks as though Riley is headed for legal difficulties. We'll see what happens to him in just a moment. Meanwhile, this is Ken Niles speaking for Meat. You know, in these modern days, there's a lot of pleasure enjoying things that are just a little bit old-fashioned. Here's an old-time eating favorite that will bring back memories of your grandpappy. What I'm referring to is golden brown and crispy. It has that crispy flavor of pork and a fragrance that makes you glad you got up for breakfast, feel lucky at lunch, or satisfied at supper. It's usually served with thick cream gravy, fried salt pork and salt pork gravy. Ah, mmm. 
Well, uh, maybe I'm too enthusiastic, so let's ask some of the boys. Hey, George, our first violin, what do you say about fried salt pork, huh? I get it. I love you, salt pork. Well, now, our sound effects man, when I mention fried salt pork to you, what happens, hmm? Well, I guess there are still some of us old-fashioned fellows in Hollywood. Anyway, maybe a husky chunk of that tasty salt pork every once in a while can help you out, too, in your meat problem. Salt pork is one of the energy cuts of meat. It puts get-up-and-go on the table as well as meat flavor. And remember, meat fat for energy, meat lean for proteins. Essential, complete, highest quality proteins. Which reminds me again that meat is a yardstick of protein foods because meat measures up to every protein need. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, Riley thinks he has settled the legal argument between his lodge brothers, Jim Gillis and Muley Durkin, by signing affidavits in favor of both sides. But even now, as Riley is congratulating himself on his cleverness, a process server rings his bell. I'll get the door. Now, be careful, Riley. This may be more trouble. Oh, don't worry, Dumplin'. I fixed everything. By me signing both affidavits, Gillis and Muley have got to settle out of court and be friends again. Uh... I tell you, Peg, Statinius ought to give me a job. I'm a born diplomaniac. <laughs> well, I think you're just going to get yourself... Uh, pardon me, sir. Does a Mr. Waldo Binney live here? Well, you see, Peg, it ain't for us at all. Oh, I don't like his looks. Oh, what's the harm in telling him where Waldo <laughs> Binney lives? Uh, it's right next door, mister. Uh, this is very confusing. I went to that house, and they said the Rileys lived next door. You can't both live next door, eh? Well, sure. Sure, we live next door to each other, see? Uh, let me get this straight. Now, listen close now. I ain't Waldo Riley, and I ain't Chester Binney. I'm Chester Riley. Not Chester A. Riley. That's me. That's all I wanted to know. Take this and this. Uh, what's all this? Oh, oh, Riley, I think it was some trick. Yes, and it always works. Good evening. Uh, what is it, Riley? Oh, it's a summons. Oh. Two summonses from Muley and Gillis. Riley, I knew you'd get into it. Oh, not only I'm intervolved, I'm intervolved twice in the same place. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what now, Junior? Pop, ain't this the night you always go to the lodge meeting? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, but tonight I ain't going. Oh, gosh, Pop, you ain't never missed. You even went the time you had a fever of 105. Well, we were out of cold. Somebody had to heat up the building. <laughs> <laughs> no, t tonight I'm not going. Oh, why, Pop? Well, I'm playing Foxy, see? I fixed it with the grievance committee of the BPLA to take up the case of Gillis versus Muley tonight and settle it out of court. Yeah? Yeah, well, if I was there, they'd make me a witness. And then if Muley or Gillis won the case, the other guy'd be sore. Without me there, it'll be a draw, and the boys will have to make up, see? But uh, won't the grievance committee make you show up if they make them? No, no. I, I sent word that I was sick in bed. Oh, Hello? Yes? 
Oh. Well, all right. I'll tell them. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, who was it, Junior? Mr. Shanahan. Oh, the president of the lodge. Well, what does he want? He says since you can't come to the meeting tonight, they're bringing the meeting to you. That, uh... Oh. oh, now I really gotta go to bed. What a revolting development this is. Uh, Junior, prop up my pillow down a little lower. You're so... That's... Oh, uh, how does it feel in bed with your clothes oh, on? Oh, I'm sweltering. What's keeping those fellas? I'd have had time to undress after all. Anybody home? Pop, it's your friend, Mr. Odell, the undertaker. Where is the supper up? Ah, oh, Riley. Flat on your back, aren't you? <laughs> Hello, Digger. Oh, Riley. I am grieved to see you lying there. If I had known it was this bad, I would have brought along a box of chocolates. <laughs> well, thanks just the same, Diggy. You're so thoughtful. Yes, that's why I was appointed to the BPLA committee to visit the shut-ins. Everywhere I go, I spread sunshine. <laughs> I'm so gay. <laughs> hey, well, it's... Nice of you to come, Digger, but you didn't have to wear your high silk hat. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't have time to get out of my working clothes. <laughs> Look, Riley, I brought you some flowers. See? They're my favorite kind. Lilies. <laughs> Digger, don't lay them lilies on my chest. Oops, sorry. Force of habit. Well, it's... <laughs> nice of you to drop in. Call again. Why shouldn't I drop in? After all, Riley, you were a fine man. <laughs> you were always so kind. You were one of the best friends I ever had. Please, Digger, don't talk about me in the past tense. <laughs> Farewell, Riley. I'm glad I was able to cheer you up. La 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 Don't fence me. What a guy to cheer you up. Oh, well, there's nothing to worry about as long as I can still talk back to him. Uh, Junior. Oh, yeah, Pop? Junior, take them lilies out of here. They make me nervous. Oh, better leave them, Pop. They make you look sicker. Uh, and the whole lodge meeting is out on the sidewalk. Yeah? Well, can you see him out of the window? Oh, yeah, Pop. About 20 guys. Digger Odell is talking to him. Yeah? He's shaking his head very sad. Uh-huh. Now they're shaking their heads, too. Uh, Digger, probably telling them I'm so sick I can't last out the night. <laughs> oh, now Muley and Gillis are coming in. With their hats in their hands, like they was at a funeral. How do you like that? <laughs> Junior. Junior, I got a brainwave. If just hearing I was sick quieted the boys down, I got an idea how to make them friends for life. I'll be sicker than ever. Turn out the light in here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now turn out the one in the hall, too. Yeah, we'll have only indirect lighting from the lamppost outside. <laughs> here they are, Okay. Pop. Oh, uh, come in, Mr. Durkin and Mr. Gillis. Don't talk loud. Who, who's that? I seem like I hear... Voices. It's us, Riley. Your old pals, Muley and me, Jim Gillis. Yeah, Riley, old partner. Jim and little Muley. Uh, 
I must be seeing things. Jim and Muley together and not fighting. Like old times. Sure, Riley. When we heard you were so sick, it kind of brung us together again. Gee, that makes me happy. Oh. And later, after, you know. Yeah. Promise to be friends, fellas. Fellas, c- can you hear me? <laughs> I, yeah, we can hear you. Save your strength, right? No, I gotta say something. Fellas, join your hands over, over me. Here's <laughs> his my hand, Jim. Where's your mitt? I can't see. <laughs> I can't see your seat, the muley. Something in my eye. Don't cry, boys. I ain't crying. My eyeballs are leaking. (laughs) (laughs) Fellers, it's great to see you shaking hands again. Now, do me a favor, will you, fellas? Anything, Riley, pal. Just name it, Riley. Fellas, I'd like just once more to hear the old BPLA song. You know... Dear old pal. Okay, Riley. Oh, one, two. Dear old pal, it's awful how we miss you. Dear old pal, it tears our hearts like this. That bitter tears of on your empty chair today, <laughs> and your lonely pals are calling. Come back to me, <laughs> LA. Thanks, fellas. That makes me feel very good. It makes me feel so good, I guess I'll get up out of bed now. Uh, Riley, you ain't well enough. No, don't weaken your remaining strength. Oh, fellas, I'm okay again. Now, go bury the hatchet in them insurance guys. Uh, wait a minute, you... Riley. Uh, you never even had your clothes on. What was this, Riley, a rib? Now, fellas, now, don't get sore. Now, Gillis, you're... we've been had. He wasn't sick. It looks like we've been made very foolish looking. Oh, fellas. Mr. No. Riley, I'm offer you for life. Come on, Gillis, old pal. Yeah, let's go, muley pal. Fellas, our brothers, come back. Listen, wait a minute, fellas. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Pop, oh. Pop, they fell over a chair oh. in the hall. He had to light out the trap. Let's get our lawyers. We'll sue him. Uh. Pop, they're awful sore at you now. Oh, uh, the dove of peace turned out to be a dead pigeon. Well, anyhow, they're friends again. You think they will sue you, Pop? No, no. I'll make them take it to the grievance committee, and the committee will settle it friendly. Who is the committee? Oh, three cool-headed fellas. Muley and Gillis and me.
we'll be back in just a moment. Now, don't go away thinking the list of energy cuts starts and ends with salt pork. There's your old friend Pig's Feet, famous in song and story. Pig's Feet with boiled potatoes. Pig's Feet with cabbage. There's pork or ham hocks that team up so well with sauerkraut. And how about bacon ends buried in a steaming pot of glistening beans? And stencil this on your shopping list. These three energy cuts are point-free. They take no red stamps or tokens. And they do put meat on the table. If your meat man doesn't have them tomorrow, try whatever meat he does have to offer. And every kind and cut of meat, remember, has the right kind of proteins in its lean. Yes, meat is a yardstick of protein foods because meat measures up to every protein need. These nutritional statements just made about meat are accepted by the Council on Foods and Nutrition of the American Medical Association. know whether to do the washing tomorrow or not. Do you think it's going to rain? Dumplin', I ain't talking. I don't want to get into vaults. Good night. <laughs> don't miss The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley and presented by the American Meat Institute next week at the same time. Riley gets Junior a dog, and Riley winds up in the doghouse. It's a lot of fun. William Bendix appears by arrangement with Hal Roach. The Life of Riley was directed by Don Bernard with music by Lou Kozloff and came to you from Hollywood. This is Ken Niles saying, see you next week. (laughs) 